Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh. Happy Sunday, Wildcat fans, and thanks for listening to an audio-only edition of the AZ Wildcats podcast. All right, on this one, we are going to talk strictly about Arizona and the NCAA and where Arizona sees itself in the grand scheme of the tournament and as far as a one seed, because let's be honest, that's what Arizona fans are pushing for is a one seed. Duh. All right, now, a big thing first and foremost is Arizona is... Uh, Arizona is battling for that uh, other number one seed. You look at UConn, they are a lock. You look at Houston, they are a lock. You look at Purdue, they are a lock. Um, All of those teams, those are locks, and they fit geographically perfectly like the NCAA selection committee wants. UConn obviously in the east, Houston in the south, Purdue in the midwest. So that leaves the west. Right now, Arizona is that one seed. Don't listen to what Seth Davis uh, says or anything like that. You look at almost all the bracketologists, and they all have Arizona as the uh, one in the west. But There are other teams that are squarely in contention there, and Arizona is going to have to take care of business first and foremost. And the first thing that Arizona is going to have to do is win their games. Because, again, Arizona's got a good resume right now, but you also need to be able to continue to push things. First and foremost, you've got uh, you've got a, uh, ASU. You can't trip up against ASU. ASU stinks. They were useful pawns for us against uh, Washington State, but we're back to rooting against ASU, obviously. Arizona needs to take care of business against ASU. And then you got uh, Oregon after that. Oregon's kind of mercurial because they should be better than they are, but they're not really good. It feels kind of like Dana Altman's kind of lost control of that thing. Arizona should be able to beat uh, Oregon at the uh, at McHale. Then you look at the two uh, L.A. schools. That's where it becomes fascinating. Arizona has to take care of business on the road against the L.A. schools. I get that it's on the road. I don't care because, again, Arizona should be able to win those games. USC stinks. They got a big win the other day against UCLA, but that team has been awful all season. You got to be able to figure, or you got to be able to beat USC and UCLA. Um, UCLA stinks as well. Mick Cronin, um, yeah, Mick Cronin, uh, not a good dude. And uh, you watch his teams, they're not very good. So Arizona's got to be able to take care of business against both of those schools. Now, Uh, then the, uh, PAC 12 tournament comes. I'm of this, I'm of this mindset. I believe that Arizona can drop one more game going forward now, depending. And cause again, we're going to get into some of the, uh, some of the nuances involved with some of these other teams, but I believe that Arizona can lose one more game going forward, but then that's it. Um, and that's a combination of the regular season or the uh, PAC 12 tournament. Obviously, um, you'd like to win out because then you can win the uh, regular season and you can go into the Pac-12 tournament essentially playing with house money. So, But I believe Arizona has one loss to play with, and but that's it. All right, now, you look at these other teams. There's basically three other teams or uh, a couple other teams that are in contention for that, uh, for that other one seat. And 
first is, uh, well, let's talk about Kansas. Kansas is interesting because Kansas has a really, really, really good starting five. But Kansas also has next to no depth whatsoever. If you watch that, that's kind of plagued them. And the problem that Kansas is going to have is that they have a, and this is going to be a, uh, uh, stop me if you've heard this before. This is going to be a problem for other teams as well. BYU, they got BYU, then they got Kansas State, then they got Baylor. Uh, those are not uh, those are not easy games. Um, and then obviously Houston Big Twelve tournament. Um, they're going to drop. They're going to drop some games. So I don't necessarily look at Kansas and say that that's a team that I am super worried about as far as getting that one seed, uh, mainly because of the schedule that they have. Tennessee is much the same way. Tennessee is a team that uh, they're solid. But again, I'm always going to say this. I don't worry about Rick Barnes teams come NCAA tournament time. They do not worry me. I essentially think they're paper tigers, which they are. Uh, but it's obviously a good team. He's obviously a good coach. Uh, the problem that they have, though, is that they have Auburn, Alabama, South Carolina, and Kentucky. Um what are they going to do? Probably go two and two in those games, maybe three and one. I don't know. If they go three and one, it becomes more fascinating. But then you also have the SEC tournament as well. They have, they're like Kansas. They are in a very, very uh, difficult spot because, uh, because of the schedule that they have to play. Then you've got, uh, uh, after that, you got Marquette. Marquette, I think, is probably the team that has the best chance of uh, possibly, uh, possibly being the, a one. But, they're going to have to win out, and they got UConn. And my thing with Marquette and UConn is this: if you beat UConn, then you deserve to be there. Totally get it. If you deserve to be, if you <laughs> deserve, if you beat UConn, you deserve to be there. But um, I don't see that one happening. But let's just say that uh, Marquette does, and they win out. They should be a one seed, and I have no problem with them being a one seed. But I do believe that they would probably be. Uh, I do believe that they would probably be out West and I'm fine with that. If B, if Marquette is the number one seed out West and Arizona is the two bring it. I'm totally cool with that. You got the athletic big man. You got maybe the best point guard in college basketball at Marquette, but Marquette does not scare me. If they're able to position themselves to be that one seed. Cool. I'm totally fine with that. Then the other one that you've got is you, uh, you uh, North Carolina, North Carolina is fascinating to me because Obviously, the Caleb Love Revenge Tour, my friends, the Caleb Love Revenge Tour. But a couple things about uh, a couple things about UNC. R.J. Davis at the uh, guard position is very, very good. Um, he and Caleb Love kind of, you know, different players, but kind of the same impact for their team. I'll still take Caleb Love, but they're they're very similar. Then you've obviously got Armando Baycott, or as uh, uh, Brad Alice calls him, Bucat. But Armando Baycott is a monster uh, down low. We've seen that. He's been there 82 years. He should be good. And then you got Harrison Ingram, transfer from Stanford. Um, but with you or with UConn, with North Carolina, they're also not very deep. That's something that you got to keep taking into account, that they're not a very deep team. And they're still going to have to go through some good teams. Now, not nearly the uh, schedule that Kansas or uh, uh, Tennessee has, but there's some good teams that they're going to be going against. And that's uh, something that, uh, you know, I think that Arizona fans got to uh, certainly keep an eye on. But I think out of all of those teams, I think North Carolina is the best team. Um, I would prefer uh, that they get stuck in another region. I would much rather, if uh, push came to shove, I would much rather be Arizona playing a number one or a uh, a number 
one-seeded Marquette than having North Carolina in there and being the two-seeded uh, North Carolina. But those are the teams that you're essentially looking at. Alabama, I don't think, can make up enough. Alabama can't make up enough ground, obviously. Kentucky can't make up enough ground. Um, all of these teams are essentially behind the eight ball to a certain extent. Now, let's go back and look at some of these teams that are going to be the one seeds that, that how Arizona matches up with them. Uh, first is UConn. I believe right now UConn is the best team in the country. Um, they are uh, off. Listen, you got we got five guys in double figures. Uh, Danny Hurley is obviously an awesome coach. They play a tough brand of basketball, and they're uh, they got guards, they got big men. They're kind of like Arizona, and that they can play small, they can play big, and either way, you're going to feel pretty good about uh, your chances of winning that game. Houston, um, listen, Houston is Houston is awesome. Kelvin Sampson has done an amazing job there. We all know that Kelvin Sampson is a great, great basketball coach and a great basketball mind. Um, they're tough. They're physical. Uh, I am. In, I'd be interested to see a little bit how they uh, score at times, but they're also a team that uh, uh, you know that uh, Arizona. I think is better equipped to be able to match up with this year strictly because you got a little, you got more tough players. You got Caleb love, you got Keisha Johnson um, last year. You had, you didn't have those dudes and the year before you didn't really have those guys either. Um, so both uh, Houston, Houston and uh, UConn to me are clearly the two teams that I worry the most about. I don't worry about Purdue. Listen, Arizona played Purdue. They lost to Purdue. I get it. Um, but Listen, um, you know, if, and if uh, if lawyer and all those dudes are going to beat you, so be it. I'm fine with that. I don't really care. Um, but the one uh, one part of this squad, though, that, uh, you know, Zach Eady, Zach Eady is a tough player to uh, play against. But again, I'll take my chances in that matchup. I do not really worry much about them. But so, again, to me, UConn and Houston are the two teams that I look in the comp country and I'm like, eh, all right, th that's going to be a really, really tough matchup. All of these are. But those three teams are essentially your locks to be number one seeds. And then after that, uh, you've got some other teams that are obviously in the equation. But Arizona, this comes down to this, and I'm going to keep saying this time and time and time and time again, is that Arizona is Arizona controls its own destiny. Arizona can be as good as Arizona wants to be. And you know what? If that means that they're a number uh, two seed out West, so be it. But it's more about Arizona than any of these other teams. All right. Thanks very much for listening to a special Sunday audio only edition of the AZ Wildcats podcast.